I was literally thinking like, how can I record this with my eyes shut? Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Howdy. (laughs) Howdy, partners. (laughs) I have no fucking clue where that came from. Welcome to Women Can't Parlay. I'm Jess. I'm Rainy. Man Voice is back. Yes, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be great. And I apologize now. Yeah, all the apologies in advance for lack of content. <laughs> uh, I think we'll be fine on content. I just uh, don't think it's going to come across the airwaves very uh, pretty. Eloquently. Yeah. It's, you know, sounds like I'm dying. And that's because I am. Yeah. No, I actually literally am. I know we had, we had one IV, but I think I definitely needed like minimum two. 14 more. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yikes. Yeah. So anyway, listeners, if you don't remember from last week's episode, we had a very, very, very busy slash drunk weekend. Um, One of our, you know, dear for, well, both the husband and the wife, the yes. bride and the groom are dear friends of ours, close friends of ours, and they got married. So I was in the wedding. Rainy was a guest at the wedding. So I've been drunk for like, I don't know, 96 hours straight now. Yeah. And I'm coming off of that. <laughs> and Rainy's not too far behind me. She maybe had no. the exception of Friday. Well, I don't know. You probably got drunk Friday. Yeah, because it was my niece's birthday party on Saturday morning. So we all got together Friday night and that always ensues a party. Yeah. So it's been an interesting weekend. As we warned, you know, unfortunately, we could not maybe (laughs) maybe watch as much football as we normally would, particularly college, but NFL as well. Because um, then we also had to go to Hooters yesterday for the, you know, start of the honeymoon as requested by the bride and groom. So, yeah, if y'all don't have friends that uh, go to Hooters as their first date after they get married, then you have the wrong friends. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's already train beer time and that train can fuck right off because I'm not yeah. getting a beer. No, nope, I'm completely ignoring that today. I'm not even cheersing it. Yeah, how crazy was that today? We were trying to go get we or we didn't try. We successfully went and got IV hydration today this morning and the guys like literally offering us alcohol and I'm like, dude, I'm not paying the $125 that this is for you to counter counter it with more alcohol in my body. I know. I was like, he kept, he legit was trying to convince us to drink it. I'm like, I don't, are these roofied or something? Like what's <laughs> happening here? Christ, Why? what is it that you're putting in my bloodstream right now? If yeah, you're offering me alcohol. I mean, I almost just did it. Cause I was like, why not? But I'm so glad I didn't. Yeah. Listen, if it wasn't for me pretending as though I was going to be productive today, I <laughs> probably would have done it, but I was at the time convinced that the IV was going to bring me back fully. And then I was going to like do shit today. And I'll tell you that neither of those things happened. Yeah, I am. Obviously I drove the entire day um, since I've seen you. Yeah, which completely. It 
I will say there wasn't terrible traffic for once. So I'm grateful for that. But yeah, I bet it was pretty nice to do on a Monday. Yeah, way better than a Sunday. But I, I feel like that IV got me good for like, I don't know, the first hour or so I was feeling it like energized and like ready to go. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to fall asleep while driving. So I've got to figure something out. (laughs) Agree. No, there's, I do think that IV helps, but there's just some things that cannot fix and lack of sleep. Yeah, Yeah. Lack of sleep is definitely one of them. Yeah. And apparently it will not heal your, your, your vocal cords, which is unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah. I know I have so much to do this week, like in front of people, I'm like, well, here we are. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have a lot. I have a very busy week as well. So I'm just not, I'm trying to block that out of my mind right now though, because I'm yeah. just like, I'm enjoying this day. And then tomorrow yeah. I'll panic. That's Me fine. <laughs> yeah. I can't panic today. I don't have the energy. <laughs> yeah. So I guess along with the fact that this episode might be sort of interesting or shoddy, or I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> I think we'll be fine, but it may just not be exactly what, you know, one would expect do. from a football gambling podcast, but here we are. Um, you know, it's, I feel like over the last like week, I've been really busy too. And our, you know, Twitter feed might be kind of slacking as well. So like, We've just had a week where we've got stuff going on in our personal lives, but no worries. We're not going anywhere. We'll be, we'll be back to regular scheduled programming very soon. (laughs) Also should mention, you know, we had planned on recording last night, you know, on Sunday after the Monday night football game, but we were just so drunk and tired that we just like could not even keep our eyes open. It was bad. We were like literally holding the mics recording and it was like, (laughs) we both were like trying to hype each other up to do it. And it just like would not happen. It was not working (laughs) as much as like, we kept being like, we could just try it. We both deep down knew it was not going to happen. No. So just be all of you listeners, just be thankful that we waited till today to (laughs) record. But with that being said, it is Monday and we will not be reporting on Monday night football because that game hasn't even started yet. So yeah, uh, but I'm really excited to watch that game. Bills Titans should be a good one. I feel like. I, know. I mean, I really think the Bills should. They should them, but the Titans have been, you know, really inconsistent. So, like, who the fuck knows? Yeah, if they come, if they come and play their A game, and the Bills kind of just don't do okay, like, yeah, there's a definite chance that Titans could pull this one off. But yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be looking forward to that later tonight, but we just will not be reporting it on the podcast. Um, Also a reminder, our one year anniversary is coming up at the end of the month. We're going with October 31st. So please subscribe to us, rate us, review us, all that good fun stuff. If you have not already, but more importantly, if you, you know, would just continue listening to our podcast, if you've missed older episodes and you have some free time on your hands, maybe go check those out. Our all-time listenership is creeping closer and closer to 10K every day. And although I don't know that we, I I think it's a bit of a stretch for us to hit the 10K goal by by our one-year anniversary, we're certainly trying to hit that goal sooner than later. So if you could show us some love, Throw us some listens, especially if you've missed episodes or just, 
you know, obviously we would appreciate you to continue listening to us. Send us your feedback, all that good fun stuff. We'd really appreciate it. And then additionally, if you live or know anyone who lives in the states of North Dakota, South Dakota, or Wyoming, please shoot them a link to this podcast and just have them listen to five minutes of one episode so we can check those states off of our, off of our state bingo card. Please. Thank you. The last ones. Yeah, I know. I'm like, at some point I'm like, maybe we should do like a giveaway or something for our one year. I don't know. We should probably talk about that. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. Make some sort of like fun promo that maybe would like up our listeners and so probably something we should have done for the entire month, but yeah, yeah. we still have like two weeks, so we could, yeah. we could do something. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I'll, I'll think on that later. Yeah. <laughs> Look forward to that everyone. <laughs> Cause yeah. we're just now, no, just now planning <sighs> this it. <laughs> in this moment. So stay tuned for those things to come. Yeah. Stay tuned. Cause it ain't happening tonight. Uh, nope. No, it's not. <laughs> It absolutely is not. <laughs> anyway, anything else before we get started? Um, no. Probably. Probably. Yeah, probably a thousand things, but you know, <clears throat> not currently in my brain. Yeah, exactly. Except for maybe, how about them cowboys? <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, we'll definitely get into that. No, yeah. don't you worry. Yeah. Um, well, everyone, if you are looking for a great website, to monitor games, simulations, read some blogs of some really great handicappers putting out some bets, you should head on over to dimers.com, who has teamed up with online sportsbook Twin Spires as the official season launch content partner to kick off the NFL. Established in 1996 for horse racing, Twin Spires, formerly known as Bet America, is owned by the famous Churchill Downs. It's Sportsbook, which launched in 2018, has since been brought under the Twin Spires name to provide American bettors with a complete sports betting, horse racing, and casino platform. Currently available in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee, with New Jersey also launching shortly, Twin Spires are currently offering Dimers.com readers a $1,000 risk-free bet upon sign-up. To sign up and to support this podcast in the process, Head on over to our official page, dimers.com slash women can't parlay. Click on the Twin Spires link and follow the prompts to sign up. Probably should have had you read that because I sound like an actual fucking troll right now. (laughs) By troll, I don't mean like internet troll. I mean like a troll that lives under the fucking bridge and murders you at night troll. (laughs) Well, I don't know that I would have been able to do a better job. I think you did great. Uh, Well, that's sad. (laughs) Um, we're sad Jess we're sad yeah we live very sad lives <laughs> like don't Listen get me wrong the sound Talk of my voice does it yeah. sound like I have my fucking life together because I don't yeah I definitely don't either um, oh my goodness yeah dimers.com do it yes bitch okay so just to kick us off want to follow up on a few other non-football sports related topics Number one, Major League Baseball playoffs are still happening. Got two series going on right now. One series is the L.A. Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves, which 
shockingly, or at least what was shocking to me, the Atlanta Braves are now up on the Dodgers 2-0. And the Dodgers are the reigning World Series champions from last year. So I really was thinking they would be putting up a bigger fight there, but that is um, where they're at in that series. We also have the Houston Astros versus the Boston Red Sox, which that series is 1-1. They play tonight. I was going to place a bet on that game, but I don't know that I'll get to it in time. We'll see. Check my Twitter or check women can't parlay Twitter for that. If you're interested four days later, because I'm (laughs) not going to matter then (laughs) by the time you hear this, that series will probably be over. Um, So yeah, that series is at one, one. So once these series are wrapped up, we will know who our world series contenders are. Are. Like I said, I really thought the Dodgers would be putting up a better fight with the Braves. So it's looking like the Braves could be in it there, but I really don't want to rule the Dodgers out quite no. yet. They could still give the Braves a run for their money yeah. on the Red Sox Astro side. I mean, that is just a really, really, really great series right now. Yeah. And both anyway, teams are anyway. very, very good. And I'm really anxious to see who pulls that one off. Yeah. Rooting for the Astros in that one, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm definitely rooting for the Astros at this point. Obviously, I don't, I mean, I wasn't really rooting for anyone prior because the Texas Rangers just didn't even hardly play baseball this year. (laughs) I don't know what they claim that they did, Um, but I think they ended up in like second to last place, if I'm not mistaken. So hopefully we get a good draft pick out of it. But yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'll root for the Houston Astros since they're, you know, fellow Texas team. And you live there and I'm not a big Boston does not need any more fucking championships. No, not over it. So like I'm out on that. Yeah. Good job. Way to mute. I'm really, really excited. Or I'm really, really happy that you know how to do that. And I don't, I was (laughs) editing our blast podcast. So that's when we like randomly decided to drink. Yeah. Um, and then I was like burping every two minutes and like, I even like left in like this ridiculous burp, but it was like, so gross. And I was like, I don't care. I think it's a hilarious. <laughs> Who cares? This is I, us y'all. I do not. Uh, if I cared what people think, like I would be, I would not do most of the things that I do, including this fucking podcast. <laughs> Fact. Okay, um, moving on. We also have WNBA finals. They have now concluded. Our finals champion this year was the Chicago Sky, winning um, in four games, three to one, beating the Phoenix Mercury. You know, was really excited. I definitely thought Chicago was going to win this, although they were considered the underdog, I believe. I certainly placed some bets on several games this series. A lot of Chicago line, a lot of Chicago money lines because I was pretty sure that they were going to win and they did. Yeah. That is their first championship as a team. I know they've made it, you know, very close before in the past, but they have not won. Um, so that's very exciting, very cool to see. And like I said last podcast, I think, you know, the viewership really. Seems to be increasing. It's up 49% compared to 2020 and up 24% compared to 2019. I'd say that's pretty good. Yeah. I know viewership is certainly up. I want to say I was reading an article recently that um, I think it might have even been the first playoff game or the first finals game this series 
that they had topped a million viewers on that game, which was really good for them, especially considering a lot of nights that they've played, they've had to compete with other sports, other playoffs. So that's always a factor. Um, So yeah, things are just looking up, looking positive. You know, it's always good to see signs pointing up support trending upward for that. So um, congratulations to the Chicago sky and uh, their fan base. So um, they now have another championship in that city. Okay, ready to attempt to talk about college football? Let's do it. <laughs> um, well, actually, so some of the some of the well, really like the two games that I was able to quote unquote. How is there already another train? I don't know. I feel like that happened last night. Stop trying to make me drink a train beer. I will (laughs) not be doing that. You piece of shit. I will not give in. I refuse. I know. I'm just like, stop ruining this podcast. I'm ready to go to sleep. (laughs) Seriously. So tired. I know. I know. I feel like I could pass out and sleep for like two days and never even wake up. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Maybe it stopped honking. I don't know. Can't be too sure. Okay. Although I watched almost zero college football this weekend, I have, you know, seen a few things that have gone on. And I think two, I've only, I think I only really got to quote unquote, watch two games, which were on Friday, uh, which that was Syracuse Clemson. Um, and although I really was tempted to take Syracuse money line that night, I stuck with the points. They were like plus 14, I think. Um, and I'm sorry, Clemson. It's just like, I I guess there's just people still holding out hope and giving them way too much credit, but they yeah. fucking suck this year. Yeah, they're not and good. Um, they almost lost. But like I said, they pulled it out and won 17-14. That bet cashed. But I really, like I said, I was tempted to even take Syracuse money line there because I really thought they could be Clemson and sure as shit, they got very close. Um, so yeah, Clemson still sucks. Nothing to update on that front. No. The other game that I was able to kind of catch that night was um, Cal uh, California, Oregon. That ended up being a very close game. So yeah. I was kind of on the edge of my seat for that one, mainly because I picked Oregon in my work survivor league this week. And yeah. thankfully Oregon pulled it out and won 24, 17, but that game, that score on paper is way farther of a margin than the game actually was that game ended up being very close California definitely could have pulled that one out and Oregon although may stand some chance in the Pac-12 now we'll kind of see how that plays out I don't think that they are a team that can really contend at least not for like a viable spot in the playoff um, I think they had a lot riding on it at the early this season because they did shock the world and beat Ohio State. Right. Um, but that was like one of the first games of the season. And I think Ohio State has since kind of corrected itself. And I think we will see Ohio State be a large contender later on this season. So I don't know. We'll kind of still have to see how things play out there. So again, This is going to be kind of spotty, shoddy. I don't know what games you have on the slate, but I think one of the biggest headlines coming out of this weekend was the Ole Miss. Miss. Yeah, Tennessee Ole Miss debacle. Yeah. And Jesus Christ, what a disaster. Um, So much drama all the time, I feel like, there, which 
I don't know. I don't, I mean, you go ahead and do your thing and then I'll hit you with my confusing question. Yeah. I don't really have much of a thing. All I, I mean, I, I definitely kind of caught the highlights of this. So obviously it was a close game. Tennessee was down and there was like a minute or so left on the clock. Tennessee has the ball. Uh, um, it's, you know, third and somewhat long and, uh, or no, I think it was fourth and somewhat long and well, probably like fourth and five. I don't know what it was. So they obviously decided to go for it appears to what's difficult is I didn't really get to see very good angles or like highlights of that, which is what I really would have liked to have seen and may still go back and watch just unfortunately don't have it to where I watched it before we recorded this podcast. But so to me, I will agree that like the ball placement looked pretty fucked in the sense that like, it definitely looked like a shitty, shitty, um, spot. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not to say that I can confirm nor deny that he like did get the first down and got fucked or not, because it was this weird, like the way he fell looked like maybe he fell across or right on it. So again, I would have liked to have seen some more like slow-mo videos of like where he was actually down, where the ball was. Cause like, there is a chance that his knee was down prior and that's why they spotted him there. I don't know. Cause I haven't been able to see those angles. So for the conversation's sake, I will in this moment, give Tennessee a little bit of like whatever, because there is a high chance that maybe they did get screwed on a ball placement, but like, I mean, I get it. It sucks. And like, as a fan, if that is what happened, I would be pissed too. But like, because of this, they decide to turn into absolute imbeciles and start throwing literally anything they can find onto the fucking field. The game has to be suspended for 20 to 30 minutes Most of the sidelines, including people in their own fucking team are literally in danger of being hit with things. Cheerleaders have to leave the state, leave the field. The band has to leave sidelines. All anyone on the sidelines who's still needed for the game has to be moved to the middle of the field. Yeah. Anyone on the sidelines who's not necessarily needed had to be escorted off and like, you know, out. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just kind of like ridiculous and trashy and embarrassing. I just. It is. And I mean, there's always this thing, right? Because he used to be at Tennessee, but I'm like, he was at Tennessee in like 2009. Like he was there for one year. I don't, I just don't get the whole like, which I get he had some sort of like a, a six year contract, but there was like clauses in there where like, if he got fired within the first two seasons, then like they would owe him money. But if he left, then he would owe them a certain amount of money. Like that type of thing. Okay. I just am confused that like he was literally there for one season. Yeah. And while they did have a winning record that season, I think they were like seven and five or something. It wasn't that good. Yeah. It wasn't like like this impressive thing where Lane Kiffin like went and worked there for like dozens of years and like they built this dynasty and then he up and left and like screwed everyone over yeah it's so weird to me i'm certainly understanding that like yeah it seems like that sucks and was a waste to have him come on for just the one season and then immediately leave and i think he went to usc after that he did but it's just and i remember like that i remember there being like i don't want to say like 
like riots in the streets from that, but there's no, there was on campus. Was like students on definitely campus. did. Yeah, on yeah. campus, like drama from his departure when he announced yeah. it. So, I mean, I don't know. I kind of think this just says more about Tennessee fans than it does anything. Yeah. And the fact that, like, I didn't realize they were that crazy. And there's part of me that, like, loves, you know, I, I absolutely support like true, passionate fandom. Yeah. And I am on board with that. But to act like that is just complete and utter like disrespectful. Yeah. I can't get into that stuff. I'm not a fan of that. And at the same time, I'm like, what the fuck has the Tennessee volunteers football program ever fucking done for y'all to act as though like you're some prize program to be one and that you can like treat people that way. Yeah, no, it's wild. Like, I guess I'm just going to piss off everybody from Tennessee. So sorry. Sorry. But also we're just trying to understand, right? Like we're just trying to understand because I don't get it. He was there for one season, like 12 fucking years ago. Yeah. I'm just like, I just feel like, although again, like I'm a fan of a passionate fan base and fans of teams. And I get that. I just am also like, Jesus Christ, like you're the Tennessee volunteers. What is it that you've done? And what is it that you're doing that's like going to be impacted, impacting your season this year. Yeah. No, <clears throat> that you need to like throw trash on the game, like yeah, throw trash on the field. Like you're not ranked. I mean, which, and also I'm like, think about that. That's what's so funny to me because I'm like, I also love an excited sports base, right? Because it's so important and it's so like such a big part of the game. But by doing that, they had to postpone the game by 20 minutes. Like, players get cold, right? That can cause more injuries. Like it's just really selfish and bizarre. Like I'm just not putting everyone in danger. It's completely ridiculous. It's just, it's uncalled for. And I will not support that. Like absolutely not. I don't care what happened. Like, I'm just like, I'm not even going to lie. Like I haven't even given Tennessee much of a like thought Thought? this year. So I'm just trying to go back and be like, okay, you Maybe they've won some games this year, which is more than they've done recently. Like they beat South yeah. Carolina, they beat Missouri, they lost to Florida, they beat Tennessee Tech, they lost to Pittsburgh, beat Bowling Green. So, like, yeah, it sounds like maybe your program's like finally like getting Doing some better. wins together, but like they're not that impressive of wins. It's not like they're on the like cusp of a playoff run here like I get it no fan base wants to lose that way but like this is football that's part of the game bad calls happen you can be mad about it you can be upset about you can bitch about it don't throw shit on the field don't put people's lives in danger like don't put them into harm's way don't be assholes such a waste yeah I'm not on it and also like to me it's like hilarious that like if I'm Lane Kiffin, I'm laughing all the way to the fucking whatever. Which he I'm did, yeah. essentially. Well, like they, I guess he, um, obviously they were throwing shit at him and they were saying like, oh, you're number one and like flipping him off. So he just was oh, like, okay, thanks. One. Yeah, I know. So then like, he like threw them his visor and then they all started like fighting over it. So he's like, well, I guess not all of them hate me that much. And then he like took a golf ball with him. So I guess like his quarterback was like, yeah, I saw him take that. And, you know, he'll keep it and it'll be a reminder, you know, blah, 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 which I think is kind of cool. But um, I think he did kind of handle it really well. And he kind of he understands the role he played. And I know this wasn't all about that. It was, you know, maybe there's a rivalry there, like all the shit. But I don't know. I think he handled it pretty well 
for being what it was. Yeah, I think trash talked right back. Yeah, or done I, some other shit. But I agree. I think Lane Kiffin handled it very well. I just and I mean, if there are Tennessee fans out there and like we're speaking out of term and like we're missing huge, please at me on Twitter at Women yeah. Can't Parlay on Twitter. Let me know what I'm missing. But like, I don't know why the fuck y'all care about Lane Kiffin. Like, either move the fuck on. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I just don't know what else to say. Like, and again, I'm sure that's part of it. It's like a, it's a, it. There is some sort of rivalry there because of the way that he left after one year. And of course, you want to beat Ole Miss like his team now. Yeah. I get that, and maybe it was a bad call. Yeah, absolutely. But like, this is. Just, I just don't know that all that warrants what happened. Nothing warrants that. Yeah, nothing warrants that. So I agree. Anyway. But you know why? Real quick. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. So no, 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 no. This is stupid. But him going to USC, do you know or who left USC for that job to be open then? It's your boy. Oh, one my, um, one of my favorite 30 for 30s. Fuck, what's his name? Um, Pete Pop, motherfuckers. Just kidding. Pete Pants. Yeah, Pete Carroll. Fuck, yes. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. What's his name? When he <laughs> got in the hot seat, USC was in the hot seat with Reggie Bush and all that shit. He's like, Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go to the NFL. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Lane that Kiffin's was, like, I'll fucking deal with it. It's from before my time. I cannot believe I could not fucking think of Pete Carroll or just now. That just shows how. I can't believe college football coaches in this country make millions of dollars a year. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that too. I can't. Get also, that. we have a Pete Pants update. He, we haven't been tracking great this season, but we definitely watched the game last night. Yeah, and he his pants were normal. Y'all, something. I think maybe he's listening to Women Can't Parlay and t- heeding our advice. Or maybe Glenna listened. Glenna should absolutely listen. <laughs> yes. Pete Pants. Yeah. The pants have improved. They have improved. I'm impressed. But yeah, I haven't really much paid attention to that. But yeah, we did notice that yesterday. Yeah, we need yeah. to do more of those updates. But yeah, real quick, one, only, one other game I just wanted to mention was the Purdue-Iowa. Just yeah, that's, that was definitely a big one. Yeah, I mean, that was their first loss of the season so far, right? And they've been kind of killing it. Uh, Maybe not blowing people out of the water, but they've definitely been playing really well on both sides of the field, or at least decent. Yeah, Um, I think we got this game. Oh, sorry. No, I just said not this game. It did not look good. Yeah, and I think we kind of touched on it last week. You know, we haven't really worked Iowa into our conversations And it's funny because they like really were undefeated and really, and got to the number two spot in the rankings. So like kind of maybe bad on us, like not even mention them, but I think this is exactly why, like I, and I think along with a lot of people didn't really see Iowa as like actually in that position Yeah, and not to say that they're not doing well and not to take away from like what they've done, because like, I'm not here to do that. But I think I kind of deep down knew there was some fraudulency there in the sense that like they haven't really beat anyone that like matters. And I even like going into Purdue, Iowa thought that Purdue certainly could win that game and like really mad that I wasn't didn't have my shit together this weekend and like. Honestly, if I would have bet that game, I certainly would have taken either, if not Purdue Moneyline, which I probably wouldn't have taken, I would have taken Purdue with the points because I definitely thought Purdue could could win. And I can also tell you that in my, in my work, College Football Survivor League, 
Yeah. I had to choose between picking Iowa to win or picking Oregon to win. Those were my two oh, options because I think two or three teams in the top 10 had a bye week. So, yeah. and then all the other options I've already played this year. So um, that's how I, I was like, well, although they both scare me, I really think Purdue could take them down. Yeah. So um, I think Iowa moved from the second seed to, yeah. or the second. And I think, or to 11, 11, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Think and then right. Purdue, I want to say is like 25th. Yeah. They're 25. But yeah, I mean, Purdue winning 24 to seven, like handily winning that fucking game. Oh yeah. I mean, Iowa threw like four interceptions. It was not good. And maybe uh, that was just like Purdue's defense. I don't know. I only watched recaps. I didn't see the game, but it was not, it did not look pretty at all on either side. Yeah. Meaning like offense or defense for Iowa was, didn't, it did not show up. I mean, and I'm not saying like Purdue is like amazing by any stretch of the imagination, yeah. but that's what's, that's kind of what is hard then with Iowa is like they, but that's the problem, right? Like, and that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Like their big game was the week before with Penn state, which they ended up winning. And that was very impressive, but it's like when you kind of string together their season, it's like Indiana, Iowa state, Kent state, Colorado state, Maryland. Maryland. And then, like I said, Penn state was their only test and they, they passed that test. But all the other games were really just like no, no, like nobody's. I mean, to be honest. So it was like I was very suspect of Iowa. Yeah. yeah. I just think that they're they're decent and they're good. And and I don't want to take that away from them, but I don't see them as like a play- powerhouse. A playoff can I don't think they can contend for a playoff spot. Yeah. They're six and one, but that doesn't necessarily reflect what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Another game that is disappointing that I know very little about except for the final score is Texas, Oklahoma state, which Texas is garbage. I'm sorry. I know I'm, I have to like now retract everything I said last week. Although I have to retract what I said last week in terms of like their current state, I will stand that. I think Texas has a lot of potential that is, Currently, I wish you could see like how much <laughs> I can't see you right now. It's so dark. Rainy's just sitting in the dark. I'm like, it's like I'm talking to a fucking bl- blank space here. It's it's not that dark in my house. That's what's weird. It's just as funny because I looked up and I'm like, <laughs> I <know>. okay, <laughs> I cannot see you at all. I know. I need, I need to turn the light on. <laughs> no, you don't have to. It was just like, it, it just was funny. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I feel like I just have to kind of like retract some of what I said in that. Yeah. I don't think things are going to happen for Texas this year. Like and I never really did say that. I just mean, I do think that they have some potential and that I think they could be good in the coming years. I don't know what the fuck happened in this game. The last I had known they were winning handily. And then like, again, I guess they need to learn how to play four fucking full quarters because yikes like they are they are apparently like giving up leads and letting teams come back and they're which deep- not to take away from oklahoma state right because they're no, kind of decent this year so yeah which i think aren't they also undefeated yeah they're six and oh yeah um which again i think they could be like a fraudulent six and oh as well but i definitely want to give them some credit in that 
I really did not think that Oklahoma State would win that game, and they shocked me. So I was dead wrong about that. Hand up. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've beat Missouri State, Tulsa, Tulsa, Boise State, Kansas State, Baylor, and now Texas. So although like some decent talent in there and like, you know, certainly beating Texas is somewhat impressive, but I think it says more about Texas than it does about Oklahoma state, to be honest. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I don't know how, I don't know what that means for them, but certainly want to give them credit where it's due, but yeah, that one shocked me. I, uh, was very disappointed in Texas on that loss. And they're, I'm no longer going to be <laughs> putting faith in them the rest of the year. I think uh, Michigan State, Indiana was another, you know, top kind of game because Michigan State, also uh, one of our remaining undefeated teams. They are now, I think they are ranked. And I think them going up against Indiana, people were anticipating this matchup too. Um, So I think now there's a big anticipation between Michigan, Michigan State, which I believe happens in two weeks, like Halloween weekend, if I'm not, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, the 30th. Okay, yeah. So, um, but yeah, Michigan State is also kind of one of those teams that's like pulling some wins together. Now, have they really played like, Crazy, crazy good, good teams. teams. <laughs> I think I'd say they've played some pretty decent teams. Like I know, like I've talked a lot about Rutgers this year and how they've been somewhat impressive. Given no ranked their- teams yet though. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like there's some yeah. talent here, but it's nothing like crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see them for sure, you know, up against some heftier talent. Um, and like I said, I think that Michigan, Michigan state game will be big. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, for sure. Um, our beloved Farmageddon Bowl was this weekend. <laughs> we have to mention that. Um, I can't remember the score. I want to say it was like 30-something to 20, maybe. Iowa State won. Um, I don't really know a lot of details. I just want to mention it because that will just still forever be like the best name the ever. The best name of a bowl game and like on our like fake to fake a bucket list of things that we should go to that we probably (laughs) never will go to that is on that list yeah and at some point we should actually make that list yeah i know we should like see if we could ever actually knock anything off of that yeah i'm in (laughs) and then one final headline coming out of this weekend which i really don't understand to some degree like i get it to some degree but LSU finally wins a game and they're now reporting that they have agreed that coach O will not return as head coach of the LSU Tigers in 2022. So I guess LSU has just thrown in the towel on their season. I don't really get it. It's like, cool. Like that's really great for, you know, all of your, all of your recruiting, all the rest of the year. What a waste of fucking time for the players that you have on your team. Like, I mean, why would I just, I, and again, preface it with like, have had zero chance to like even read much or research much about it, but it's like, I don't understand the end game there. Like I I don't either. And I don't understand the timing, but there's a lot of stuff I don't understand about college football. So yeah, I'm just like, how is that productive to your program at all to your players? Yeah. And I guess like I 
Joe, I kind of in joking fashion said LSU finally gets a win. They have won games this season, but but I think they beat Mississippi State was like and maybe like another piece of shit team, but they beat Florida. So like, I mean, Florida almost beat Alabama. Like, I mean, that's I don't like to do that, like transcendental football or whatever you call that. But like, it's certainly something to like not shy. Like, I mean, Florida's not a bad team. And I'm not saying LSU is a good team by any means. And I, and I think there were already rumors swirling that coach O was likely going to be out, but to announce it in the middle of the season coming off of a huge win for them this year, just like blows my fucking mind. Yeah. And I just can't, I can't rationalize that decision at all. No. So I don't know, need to probably look more into it, but apparently coach O will be out of LSU next season. So, um, I don't know what that means. You know, we kind of have some of these weird, like coaching conversations with urban Meyer, USC. Now we've got LSU in the mix. I, I, I assume that, you know, it's kind of funny to think about like USC is supposed to be the, you know, they're a little bit more of a like reputation type school. So it's like, I'm kind of wondering how much LSU is going to fight for Urban Meyer. And it yeah. makes me wonder if they haven't already like figured that out. And that's what they're trying yeah. to do, like is put that put that in motion. I could be dead wrong, but there is a large part of me that certainly could see Urban Meyer ending up at a place like LSU. And I think it might be a scary fit for him, really. Um, yeah. but God knows what trouble he could get into there. So careful yeah. urban gross, careful yeah. LSU. <laughs> well, good call, but it's, I mean, uh, certainly, certainly, you know, think there's an awareness of some of the like extracurricular activities of coach O as, as well. So, um, yeah, yeah it's kind of, uh, kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, so I think that's it. I mean, I think we muddled through college football. Do you have other games? Like that's all I had. Nope. Other games, other headlines. I'm sure we're missing 1 trillion things. Please, please, um, please give us some slack, (laughs) cut us some slack, but okay. Well, we'll move into NFL where we actually did get to watch a little bit of NFL anyway. So that's positive. Yes. Um, want to start out by saying that we have seen a lot of overtime games this season. We were, me and right. Annie actually kind of had a conversation about it. And then like immediately following, I had seen a tweet about it. And so there's been 11 overtime games this season, which is the second most through the first six weeks of a, of the NFL season. The last time this happened was in 1995. And there were 12 games that had gone into overtime. So, so crazy. really great football going on in both NFL and college. I mean, I feel like we say it every week, but every week it just continues to happen. So like it, it yeah. blew our minds for sure. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things where it's like amazing and awesome. And I love that we have so much to talk about, but then it's like a lot to talk about and it's crazy overwhelming and like, you can't keep up. And it's just like, yes. so many things are happening and teams aren't being consistent. And it's like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. So before we get into some games, I like was kind of like wanting to see if you would, uh, if you wouldn't mind having a conversation about who we think in this moment 
the top three NFL teams are? Top like three? Top, like if you had to put a one, two, three ranking on any teams this season, doesn't like, I'm not saying like whether they're well, in this division, say, that division, not in the other. It's hard to say, it's hard to not put the fucking bucks there. Yeah. Um, the bills are also playing lights out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Kansas city's nowhere in that conversation for me, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah they're not. Um, in, I don't think they're in my top five. They're no, definitely not in my top um, five. They may not no. even make my top 10 at this point. It's, I don't know. It's hard for me to pick three. Cause I'm like, the Rams are also kind of killing it. Obviously the Cowboys have a really good team right now. Yeah. Um, despite all the, which every team has injuries. I'm not trying to act like we're the only ones with injuries or situations, but I'm not going to ignore the fact that we're doing well. Um, no, no, we're not. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, those are off the top of my head. Shockingly, even the Ravens kind of deserve to be in the conversation, but I don't know that I'd put them in my top three. Yeah. I don't know. That's hard to just pick three. Yeah. Sorry. I should have like asked you that before. So you could come prepared. Um, I was just thinking about it before we hopped on. Cause I was like, and obviously the Cardinals yeah, have yeah. to be in that. Yeah. I, I think if you are asking me who my top three teams are right now in this moment, in no particular order, it's the bills, the Cardinals and the Cowboys. Yeah. I, I think that the bucks and the rate, I think, and I think you've mentioned like all of these teams, like the Rams, the bucks, the Packers and the Ravens to me are somewhere below those top three. And I don't know what particular order. And I think they're certainly in the conversation and we'll see how things like go, but it's the, the Cardinals coming in and beating the Rams the way they did. They did that puts them above the Rams, obviously for me, the Bucks, I feel like are a good team and you can never count Tom Brady out, but I'm not putting them in the top three because I feel like we've also seen them struggle at times. Like, they're not to me they're beatable. They're definitely beatable. That's a the yeah. very good way to put it. The Packers are good, but I, I'm not sure if it's so much that the Packers are good or that Aaron Rodgers is good. <sighs> and I just don't know. And I still don't believe that with all of their drama, that they are just a well-rounded team. I think yeah. that we are going to see weaknesses from them. And I just don't know that they're a top three team. And then the Ravens, I think the Ravens are certainly in the conversation. I think they're doing really excellent, but we've seen some inconsistency with them as well. Yeah. I mean, extreme adversity, right. Before the season even started. So that's, that's the only reason why I think they deserve to be in the conversation is everything they've dealt with and they've still been able to pull off some good wins. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'll say this, Aaron Rodgers might be good because he is, and we have to admit that, but you know, what's not good. His fucking hair. And I'll leave that there. Yeah, it's so gross. It's, I mean, and whatever. Maybe that's just being ridiculous, but. No, it's nasty. It looks nasty to me. (laughs) Ponytail, fucking braid it. Put it up in your helmet during the games. Yeah. It looks. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's whatever. He can do what he wants. Uh, He certainly likes it and certainly doesn't care what I think about his hair. But yeah, it just looks greasy and sleazebally and gross. I don't know. It's just not a good look. It's not a good yeah. look, but it d- obviously doesn't take away from his skills. So there you go. Yeah. No, I mean, he's got the fucking talents back up, whatever shit talk. So, I mean, uh-huh. and shit talk he does. I mean, I guess we, since we're talking about him, we can roll on into that conversation. So bears Packers play obviously in division rival there uh-huh. bears win. 
I mean, Packers beat the Bears. Sorry, said that wrong. But the headline that's really coming out of this game is there are sort of there's sort of a like video footage audio of in the game where Aaron completes a very like, you know, important play, scores a touchdown. And he's literally just like trash talking, being like, I own you. I always owned you. He said he heard someone talking shit and he blacked out and just started talking shit back. I'm like, really? (laughs) Is that what he said? That's what he said. Oh, I did not know that. I have, again, very little uh, time to like really go back and research any of this. But so I think that's a big headline right now is like people reacting to him trash talking and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I mean, as much as like, I don't really care for Aaron Rodgers and as, as much as I think like, it could be like a it's a little cringy and like egotistical. Yeah. I also am not gonna like dog someone for like maybe that's how he plays his game. Yeah, I like, don't care. I mean, like what are the stats? Have have the Bears ever beat the Packers while he was been quarterback? Like I don't but, think I don't think they I'm not saying they never have, but it is very few times. Like yeah, I'm never going to dog a player, even if it's Aaron Rodgers, like defending himself or whatever, because yeah. they were yelling at him too a bunch of shit. So it's like, it's just part of the game, right? Yeah. Um, it is definitely cringy because that's just not me, but <laughs> also exactly. Cringy. That's what I think. I think that if anything, it's just like super cringe, but it's like, other than that, I'm like, he's an athlete. This is sports. I mean, it's his job to beat the bears and in any way, shape or form. And like that comes with some verbal trash talk. He wasn't like being ridiculous or over the top. It was the worst it could have been. Yeah. I mean, out of context and not being in the moment, it's a little bit like embarrassing and cringy, but like, I don't care. Like do what you got to do. Like that's the game. Like, yeah, I'm not, uh, I will give Aaron Rodgers the pass on that, on that situation. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess cards, what I was just going to say, the cards did prove that they can win without Cliff. So they I'm did, not saying, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, no, absolutely. They were have experiencing some COVID issues, particularly with Cliff Kingsbury. As you said, he was out for the game. Um, I obviously, like I said, I've been a little bit silent on Twitter, but I will say like, the one of the only bets I placed for NFL this weekend was the Cardinals money line. Because when I saw that they were, that they were the underdog against the Browns, I was like, no fucking way. And I'm pretty sure you could listen to that on last week's podcast. I was like, that was the first time I had saw it. And that's why that bet actually got placed. Cause I was like, I'm taking that right now before it changes. And although I don't want to say the Browns are a bad team and they clearly struggled, they had, Baker Mayfield injury during the game. Nick Chubb was out, I believe. A few other went down. Yeah, like they certainly had some problems. Yeah, the Cardinals are good. Like, and um, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they may not struggle this season. Like, I know that they might have some things come up, but like sure. looking ahead at their schedule, it is not inconceivable that they could <laughs> that they could go undefeated. I'm not gonna lie. Like. They yeah. kind of run into some trouble at the end and they do have to play the Cowboys. I think one of the last weeks of the season, like maybe even like week 17. And I'm like, obviously I'm not trying to like get ahead of myself, but like no. that could be a great game. Yeah. There's also another Thursday night game. Not it's not this Thursday. I think it's the next Thursday that the Cardinals play the 
Texans. Oh no, that's Sunday. No, that's next. Pack- that's this Packers. week. Packers. Packers. So I think that could be an excellent game. That's a great Thursday night matchup. Yeah. Really looking yeah. forward to that one. Me too. Other than that, I think that the other teams with the way and the level that they're playing right now, yeah, they are certainly beatable. So like, I am very much in on the Cardinals unless yeah. something crazy, unpredictable that, you know, happens that we just, you know, injuries aside, whatever. I definitely think that they are going to have a really good record coming out of this season. Yeah, totally agree. And we will see them in the post. Should we just talk about the Cowboys Patriots game or let's do it. (laughs) I can finally talk about it because yesterday, even though we won, it's like, Oh, I just need a minute to like process the emotions that I just had to go through for the last fucking three hours of my life. Yeah. And Rainy and I, I think even kind of broke it down yesterday. Like I'm trying, I've obviously had this like positivity train rolling and I'm not saying that's going to stop, but it's like, it's getting to a level where it's like, we are entered. We as fans have entered into a level of such uncharted territory <laughs> that I am like, I don't know what to do with these feelings. Like there was a part of me even watching the game where I was like, it's a, it was almost like I was getting ready to like talk myself through a loss where it was yeah. like, it's okay. Like we need a loss. Like we need to, you know, humble we ourselves. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, and not that we don't have a loss. Obviously we lost to the bucks, but it's just like, yeah. now we've won, you know, four in a row or five, five in a row that it's just like, holy shit. Like, are we for real? And then it's like, you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to like no. jinx it out of like the universe either. No. So this no. is just like a whole new world as Cowboys fans that we haven't experienced since like I was fucking seven years old. Yes. Wild. It was a long time ago. And I, although remember it and was happy and, you know, my family and my dad certainly was celebrating. Like I didn't quite grasp the enjoyment at the age of seven turns yeah, out. Exactly. Um, or at least not as like I would as an adult. So um, it's very exciting. I love it. I'm here for it. It's just like, I don't know what to do with my hands kind of thing where I'm just like, no, oh my totally. God. And yesterday being against the Patriots, I mean, we historically do not play them well. So no. it, like going into the game was terrifying. And yeah. then obviously watching that entire back and forth was terrifying. And we, and, what's the stat? It's been 11 quarters since our last touchdown versus the Patriots. So some yes. shit like October of 20,000. Yeah. 2011 was yeah. the last time we scored a touchdown against the fucking Patriots. Correct. Yes. That is a stat from our good friend, Micah. Thank yes. you for that. Um, very unbelievable stat. That is insane. We have not scored a touchdown against them. Yeah. In 11 quarters of play. So insane. Until but, now. Well, and thank God, right? Because we need, we need as a t- team and as a whole to like hit things like this, this year, because yes. we're still underestimated. We're still catching shit. Like people Which is like on Diggs still catching shit. Yeah, totally. Continue to do that. But yeah, it's just, oof. well, and uh, like you were saying, you know, like we historically play poorly against the Patriots. I wouldn't, I would argue we did play poorly against Patriots yesterday. Like we definitely didn't play to our potential. And that was so, that's what was so interesting to me watching that game. I was like, you know, for as bad as we're playing, at least based on this season and as good as they're playing, 
this game is still very winnable. And again, like this is what is so like exciting yet unnerving about this season is like normally in these situations, we're so used to like breaking down and fucking up and never being able to recover and then completely shitting the bed. Right. But that's not what's happening this season. Like anytime we face like things that we're not working out, we're figuring it out. Like we're adjusting, we're changing, we're working around it. We're like, we're actually trying different things. Although well, yeah, I'm we still kind of reverted not sold back off. a little bit. Huh? I feel like we reverted back for a few plays well, yesterday. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like the, the the scary part of yesterday, and I think this is a little more of like concerns that I still have with Mike McCarthy, who I'm not totally sold on, is like, mm-hmm. did he accidentally pick up Jason Garrett's playbook and like bring it out yesterday? Because like, yeah, there was a few times and I was like, oh, God, this is it. Like we're go- like you said, reverting back to some old behaviors. Yeah, that was quite scary. And I'm and I it didn't sit well with me. But again, you know, I I want to I don't want to be totally negative in that. However, although that did happen and I don't like that and we need to work and make sure like we're avoiding that kind of stupid play call and shit. Yeah. We still won the game and we were able to come together and like figure it the fuck out. Yeah, but historically we don't win that game. So no, yeah, it's no. wild. In any way, regardless that it was against the Patriots or not, like any type of close game like that, where especially we're not playing our best, we don't win that game normally. Absolutely. So it's promising that we did. And I look forward yeah. to the rest of the season without saying too much. We also scored our twenty five hundredth touchdown as yeah. a um franchise. As a team, right. Yeah. yeah, as a franchise. So which is the most in the NFL. And I think we have more than that because I think we scored another one after that. But oh, we um, scored like multiple after that. I think yeah. it was it was it was a little early on. So I think we're at like twenty five hundred and three now or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was an exciting, cool stat. Um, yeah. We lead we lead the league above what was it like the Chargers, the Patriots, and Ooh, Bucks remember. or Green Bay or it was somebody. I'm not I, don't, remember. I don't remember the fourth team, but it doesn't Later. matter. No, doesn't. Um, just kind of a fun fact for you yeah. all. Um, but yeah, no, I think too, like exactly what you're saying is right. And like, not only is it like, oh, if we're playing that bad, you know, in that moment, we would have just like completely shit the bed and like fucked it up. It's yeah. also like when we were used to like playing good and then like fucking ourselves somehow by like, yeah you know, doing something stupid and then just like never being able to recover and adjust, just like completely making like one bad play. And then like, that's it. That's the end of the game. And like, we give up forever. So there's no comeback. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's what's, or we like wait till the fourth quarter to like actually play. And we don't have enough time to make up. We try to come back to some, like from some like huge deficit and we don't have enough time to actually make it. It's like, why didn't we play like this in the first quarter in the second quarter in the third quarter? So it's like, that's also a new, new world. I'm not used to as a cowboy fan, but I'm loving it. I'm loving every second of it. Cowboys are on the road to the super bowl. Cowboy nation. Oh my God. You know, so (sighs) it's time. It's like, we deserve this. We do fucking deserve this. <laughs> I just can't even talk about it anymore. I know. I know. Um, it's scary. Yeah. Um, I do want to, well, do you have anything else from that? I mean, obviously, so last play of the game, fa- or overtime, Dak oh. throws a pass to CD, 
calf strain for some grace of the football gods. We have a bye next week. So Jack can rehab and do all this shit and hopefully be good to go by then. Yeah. Um, I'll say like in the little that I've read about it or even heard about it last night, like, and who knows, right? Like I, who knows what is real? Like, obviously the Cowboys are going to try to undersell it. The media is going to try to oversell it. Yeah. From what I could tell, it was something that he was like, I could play through this. No problem. I'm not concerned, but yes, thankfully, if there is any issues, we have the bye week next week. So that's positive, but I just think, I don't, I don't trust any, Oh, I was just saying, I don't trust any information coming from the Cowboys because they hit a second fucking surgery from us last year. Right. So if they were able to do that, I'm like, I don't even know, like, fingers crossed. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know who to trust, but I also think on the flip side of that, because of Dak's story and his whole comeback from the ankle injury, any injury that report is reported, they are just going to blow up into this like bigger story than it is. Like it's absolutely to me in this moment, I'm choosing to believe it's not a concern. Yeah. Um, One more, um, I guess, stat that I did see yesterday that was funny, and I'm just going to hammer it home because it was against the Patriots. Um, Dak Prescott's 445 passing yards last night are the most against a Patriots team coached by Bill Belichick. What, what? Boom, bitch. I love that. Bill and his bangs can go go stay up. Yeah, what Boston. was that? Like, it, it's, an, it's just, I kept thinking it was like, he fixed little, them at one point. It looked like a little porcelain like doll down. hair. It yeah. did look like a little hand. Yeah, it was like a little hand coming down his forehead. I was like, what's yeah. happening on your head, sir? It was not cool. Like, he also he, didn't have his like cutoff sweatshirt on, his cutoff sleeve sweatshirt. Yeah, maybe that was the, the thing, bro. Yeah. Bad, Never wear it again. Bad luck or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, I love that stat. That's fucking dope. If we're done with that, I just have like two mentions because the Colts and Jacksonville both got their first wins yesterday. Yes. Yep. Um, obviously the Colts versus Houston. Wow. Like whipped their ass and yeah. also Jacksonville versus Miami, which again, it is kind of to me it, in those two games, the battle of the, the battle of the bads, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. None of them yeah. are very impressive. Um, I think it was a toss up, but Anyway, I just yeah, wanted no. to note that because they're no longer they're in, in the zero. So, does that, so yeah, so I guess now every NFL team has at least one win, right? Yeah, I guess. I think so. Has the Jets have the Jets won? Yeah, the Jets won. They beat. Um, well, now I'm not going to the Raiders. Maybe it was. It was like an impressive win for them. Yeah, now it was something. Can't remember um, who it was. It was the Titans. Titans. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that was who it was. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Which is impressive for sure. Um, yeah. Although they were playing like shit there for a few weeks and then they kind of, yes, I don't know. Do we want to talk about Steelers Seahawks or did you have something else? Well, no, 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 no. I am laughing. Cause y'all, we, we did make it back to the house last night in time to watch the like evening game. And it was like, 17 to zero. I think the Steelers were up at that point, 17 to zero, or was it? I, I don't know if it was 17 zero, but it was certainly. It was. Like, I know for a fact okay, it was 17 was it? to zero. And then our power went out. And by the time we got the like cable powered back on and everything, it was 17 to 17. And we're yeah. like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Like the cable, like the power went out. So the cable box had to reset and that took forever. <laughs> and by, by forever, I feel like 
maybe like 20 minutes or something, but it felt like five minutes. And then we're like, we turned the TV back on and we're like, uh, what the fuck did we miss? Like it's tied now. Like we were like, uh, cool. Awesome. Like now we have no idea what actually happened. Yeah. Like maybe it wasn't 17s because I'm looking at their quarters now. And I don't That's what I was going to say. I don't remember being 17 zero. I think we just said that exaggerationally last night. I think it was probably like 17 seven. Yeah. 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 Well, it doesn't matter. I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, the second quarter was 14 to zero Pittsburgh. (laughs) So I'm like, the math doesn't add up. But they did, they did go up to 17 in the third quarter, but then it was like 17 to 14. Either way, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I think I wrote that down as a joke facetiously. Yeah. yeah I, um, we were certainly exaggerating, but it was something to that degree where it was like, yes. it looked like the Steelers were going to run away with this win. Everyone was kind of expecting that anyway, because of Russell Wilson being out so crazy. And then, um, apparently some sort of electric, electrical, electrical malfunction <laughs> happened in my apartment. Yes. And then the, the, and then in that moment, the Seattle decided to show up to the game. Yeah. Which also, so I guess there's been a little bit of drama with Shannon Sharp and DK Metcalf. I saw that right before we were hopping on, but I didn't get a look into anything except I think Shannon Sharp called him a dumbass or something. He did. He said that was a dumbass play and your pride won't let you admit it. You can't question anything I've done. Pray your resume will be as complete as mine. Pray. Enjoy the rest of your day. And DK said, from the looks of it, I can wipe my poop face emoji with yours. Continue to gossip, you washed-up wannabe. Oh but then I think he came out later and said, I don't know if it was sarcasm or not, but he also came out and said, um, like, you know, after thinking about it or something, like, I do hope my resume, whatever, looks more like yours or adds up to yours or something like that. So, like, kind of like an apology, I, th- yeah. I guess. But anyway, a little bit of drama. Yeah. No, I saw that right before we hopped on, but I did not get a look into it at all. So that's wild. Not really a fan of that, Shannon Sharp. But yeah, I mean, as far as the Steelers Seahawks game, I mean, that was a ended up being a very good game. It was another overtime game for this, which now that I'm saying that, I wonder if that added to or I think that that was probably the 11th overtime game, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see what time. Yeah, yeah. Um, But great game. Steelers ended up winning. Yeah. Um, but it was, um, it was a good game. Like I wasn't sure going into the game who was going to pull it out. I mean, I was worried that Seattle was going to get smashed just because Russell Wilson is such an integral part of their dynamic. But besides the last fumble by Geno Smith, like it, it was a good game. I mean, that cost them the game pretty much, but like, I feel like for not what, like starting a game in over five years or even (laughs) really playing, I'd say he did a pretty decent job and against the Steelers, not like they're doing great this year, but like they have a lot of weapons. They have a good team and like, they're not an easy team to beat. Absolutely so. not. Yeah. Um, did we have an update on the injury? I forgot to look that oh, up beforehand. Oh God, no, but that was such a terrifying injury. And it was like one of those things where like rainy and I were talking and like probably trying to like map out our podcast episode. So we were like, kind of watching kind of not. And then all of a sudden we like look at the TV and there's like swarms of people like, you know, and we were like, Oh God, this is not a good injury. Like, Oh shit. Okay. It seems that he's appeared to have dodged a serious injury. 
And like, also, if you watch the play where it happens, like you watch his neck just get completely wrenched on. Yeah. And had, it's terrifying. I had to look away once they like started showing it. Cause I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't watch that. Yeah. So he doesn't have a neck injury. Maybe have something going on with his shoulder. He's not out of the woods playing this week. Like they don't know if he'll be playing or not, but. Well, yeah, I would say probably let's not, but. I would assume not, but like, this yeah. is, this is like sports illustrated wow reporting this so um well and that's like what pete carroll said basically like he's got to have a good week to do that and i haven't like talked to him since the mri so we'll just see but like thank god because that was terrifying he wasn't moving anything and i'm like is he purpose did they tell him not to move if he could move like i just didn't know but it looked terrifying yeah, so. it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I would imagine the way, because I mean, we kind of were like watching for any sort of like movement, life, whatever. Yeah. And I think when you're on that stretcher in that moment, like surely even me, I would want to be like trying to move my feet and hands and whatever. And it was like, obviously, Nothing. maybe we just didn't catch it, but it was like lifeless. It looked yeah. very, very terrifying. Yeah. My assumption is like in that moment, you know, whether, you know, and, and obviously I think we know he's out of the woods in terms of like paralysis, but in that moment, if it got that close, he probably had like pinched some sort of nerve or nerve damage yeah. where some, yeah. temporarily he may have had some numbing some in his paralysis. Yeah, for sure. lower body to where that's why he then, you know, laid there. And then that's and why they had nothing. to do all of those protocols. So like, Cause if you have that neck injury and it kind of stings, but you kind of can move around and get up, it's not like they're immediately going to catch that. And they're going to be like, no, get down on the ground. Like you have to get on this stretcher. We have to do yeah. all this. So I would be, I would be of the belief that like, I'm, I'm sure he felt some sort of like numbing or concerning something. And I mean, he could like, have absolutely had temporary paralysis. I mean, that's a fucking, yeah, thing. that's what so, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll never, we won't know until if they make a statement about it, but exactly yeah. seems to be good to go at least not good to go, but better than what it fucking looked like for sure. Yeah. So, and who knows? I mean, that's all assumption also, of course. So like, course. I don't know yeah, we don't anything, know. but gra- glad to hear that. It sounds like they're is some sort of dodged bullet and that for the most part, he will be okay as far as we know. So um, anything else on any other games? Not me. I mean, the chiefs Washington game was a little like eek face at first. Like, what are you doing? Chief? Cause y'all should handily do this. And they did end up doing that, but yeah, they played the pretty close for a quarter or two. And that's like, just, I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to write the chiefs off too quick. And I think we've kind of gone back and forth on this in prior podcasts. Like, I don't know that this is their year. I certainly don't want to say that they're not talented and they can't make things right. happen. I just, it's not looking good. And I just am in a place where I just don't trust them right now. Yeah. Same. I think Patrick Mahomes has a lot of off the field issues also going on. Like, yeah drama that's like stupid drama with his brother with his wife like his wife saying stuff on twitter sometimes like um and i mean that's really minor and then just like pressure coming from him being his last two seasons being incredible like nobody can fucking do back to back to back to back like it's just not yeah and he's still so young too and i think people need to remember that like 
Yeah. Um, and they've got on the field issues they have to figure out too, like clearly. So yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely am not, obviously we had a top three, top five conversation. I didn't put them in there. Um, yeah. I just don't think it's their year, but I also don't think that that means that they're a horrible team yeah. and maybe they can still pull some stuff together. Again, I think for me, the big kicker is that they already got that in division loss from Chargers. Um, and it was at home. So it's like, that's a big, that was a big thing for me in terms of like how they're going to fare for the rest of the season. And like, whether they have a great, this great record or not, I mean, it's going to be tough for them to make the postseason because they are in a very stacked division. Yeah, they are. And unless they change their ways. So, um, oh, yeah, they did lose to the chargers, but I, I still don't know if they're actually in the same thing or not. They are. If that, okay. if, if yeah. they haven't played the Rams, then it's the chargers. Well, if we don't have anything else on any of the other games, the only other thing I wanted to mention is obviously last week, the news came out about John Gruden email drama, mm-hmm. his resignation, um, and then the next day, which was, I think the day after we recorded, there was a drama that came out about Adam Schefter that is also related to this whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. Um, his, I guess, what do you call that? Like journalistic integrity came into question because yeah. in this, you know, 650,000 emails that are being reviewed in this, um, investigation like, in this investigation, right. Um, there was some sort of emails that that were sent between him and Bruce Allen, where um, at least a part of the story or the story was written, put together. Um, Adam Schefter sends it to Bruce Allen and even like refers to him as Mr. Editor and yeah. asks him for any reviews, changes, edits kind of sort of thing from what I understand. Yeah. So this is uncovered. This news comes out and now, you know, that is, you know, in terms of like actual reporting and journalism, that is sort of this like, no, no, right. Like yeah. it, it, you know, your story should be independent and should not be edited influenced. by the actual yeah. person it's about. Yeah. They should not be whatever. edited or influenced or approved by people, especially people surrounding the yeah, story. The subject. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think that was kind of a interesting headline and that's coming out of this, again, this bigger investigation that's happening. So just had a few thoughts on it to where, you know, I wanted to kind of just like run through it because we didn't talk about it last week. Cause it yeah. happened after we recorded first off, I think it's hilarious that people like look that people are trying to imply that anyone reads like any sort of article that Adam Schefter writes, like nobody looks at anything Adam Schefter does except his tweets. Yeah. And like, like you can't convince me otherwise of that. Yeah. I also think that people are maybe like jumping the gun a little bit and like getting a little too like crazy with this one in that. I do think this is how these insiders get their well, sources that's how they- and that's how they build their shit, right? Yeah, like they, they, they give a little so they can get a little. And then right. next time they have that trust from that person or that team or whatever. And that's how they're able to continue to get this shit. There's no other way to do it. In my yeah. Opinion. That's how they build their relationship. And that's how they continue to caress the relationship, you know, massage the relationship to where they have a trust built. And that's yeah. how he becomes an insider and has the sources that he has. 
Yeah. So, but I mean, I'm not trying to like totally underplay it either. Like it's certainly concerning, but I just don't find it all that surprising. I don't know that, but. And I don't, it's, yeah, I don't feel like it's that surprising. And I also, I don't think it's as bad as that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Like, I think this is getting. But I'm also not a journalist. So yeah, I feel like. Well, I think maybe the, a journalist would have a different opinion. I think the world of journalism has certainly evolved with social media. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying like, you know, that I'm agreeing with the fact that like articles should be written and approved by the people they're written about. That's not what I'm saying. I just, I don't know that we have enough like evidentiary support to just like totally discredit Adam Schefter now. And I also yeah. still want Adam Schefter to have his relationships and feed me the inside information that he feeds all of us in the NFL. Yeah. So like, yeah, whatever. And I also think the bigger issue, the more concerning thing to me is that this investigation is going on and is supposed to be about Bruce Allen and, or the Washington football team. Yeah. And yet we are having casualties happen like John Gruden right and left yeah, and Adam Schefter, but yet nothing seems to actually be happening in the actual focus of the investigation itself. No, it's very questionable. And again, I wish I had more time to look into all this before we recorded, but to my knowledge, the NFL has now come out with a statement saying they're now confirming there are no other concerns throughout, throughout the rest of the seven, the 650,000 emails. And I'm like, that seems fucking suspect. Yeah, it's sus as fuck. Like, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So, and I don't know what that means in terms of like the actual investigation with Bruce Allen and the Washington football team. I don't know that that is over with, but I guess this specific subset of emails that these things have come out about John Gruden and Adam Schefter, I'm like, that apparently is now quote unquote clean. And I find that very motherfucking hard to believe. Yeah. Um, so either either someone in power released these specifically to like to divert focus yeah. and just, you know, purposefully have a couple casualties along the way, or these emails started coming out and someone stopped the rest of these emails from coming out. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely have more of a, a nose for conspiracy in this situation yeah. than whatever the fuck is happening or what exactly. they're saying it is. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not buying it. There is, there are a lot of red flags in all of this, but uh, I guess it is what it is. We'll see. I'm going to definitely have to do a bigger deep dive because I don't know a whole lot about it. And I may be speaking out of term, but that is like one plus one does not equal two there. No, so. no, 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 no. So anyway, well, I don't, uh, we're not going to get into like predictions or anything like that today. So I think that's going to do it for us this week. Um, any final thoughts, Rainy? Mm -mm. There's, there's no thoughts in my mind right now. (laughs) Yeah. The only thought I have is I hope I can stay awake to finish watching this game, this game tonight. (laughs) And if this game is a blowout, I'm turning it off and going to bed. Yeah. One million thousand million percent for me too. Because especially I have so much to do this week. I'm like, oh, cool. Well, that's tomorrow. Yeah, me too. I keep thinking in my head about all the things that I need to do this week, but I'm trying to like 
allow myself to just have this one day. Me too. But like mentally is impossible to do. So um, yeah, but all right. Well, that's it for this week on women can't parlay. Find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram. (coughs) Maybe I'll learn to use that mute button someday. (laughs) Find us in your ears. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Like we said, listen, follow, rate, subscribe, review. Would appreciate it. Check out dimers.com. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't parlay.